Welcome. You've got mail. It's the Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast with Justin and Sean. Take it away, guys. Alrighty, everybody, we are back. Episode three of the Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast. I'm Justin. There's Sean. Hey, yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, We were pleasantly surprised. We actually got quite a few downloads for the first two episodes. So that was really nice. So thank you, guys. Um, If you are interested in what we are doing, there's a variety of ways you can find our stuff. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, iTunes. Well, Apple and iTunes are the same thing. Spotify. Google Podcast, which is changing to YouTube Music, apparently, at some point. We just talked about that yesterday, uh, Sean and I. Uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and any other podcast app. Stitcher, any other podcast app of choice. Our stuff is somewhere out there. Uh, You can just search Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast, or you can do a variety of other things. You can go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E dot com slash M-M-C podcast. That has links to everything I just described, and I actually changed it, uh, Sean. It has a nice Halloween background now on it. Ooh, spooky. spooky! I know. Yeah, we'll we'll have to get into that. We, we'll have we'll definitely have a show before Halloween. I think we'll have to uh, to to touch on that. But uh, if you want to join the 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 talk online, you can also go to facebook.com slash mmc podcast one. Email the show at mmc podcast one at gmail.com or text us or call and leave a voicemail at 1-815-905-CLUB. We got a doozy of a topic this week, Sean. Sean, what's our topic uh, that we came up with? Our topic is delicious. It's sticky. It's yummy. It's all the good stuff that we used to eat as children that now we probably look back and go, how am I still alive? I I ask that question on a weekly basis at this wow. point, but not because of not because of food stuff. But uh, yeah, I think Sean. I think Sean came up with this was one of your ideas, wasn't it, Sean? It could have been. I don't know. We we've tossed around so many things. I have literal pages of things that I think could work as topics and things. So it's, yeah. it's, it's the, the the credit is is neither here nor there. It's just here we are. Let's get hungry. All right, so um, we uh, we got some good stuff. I ripped a couple different YouTube commercials uh, of some things to hopefully transport you back into the 90s or 80s. Or one of these was 2002 uh, that I ripped, and we'll we'll get into that because that is just a really strange commercial, uh, but an amazing product nonetheless. So, um, Sean, I guess we should just dive right in because uh, you know that the 90s and 80s and early 2000s first of all had some amazing snacks that are no longer around there was also snacks that um were discontinued and then brought back and as a few writers uh or listeners wrote in and said that the new versions are absolutely awful we'll talk about that as well but i guess we should just start with you uh sean what is one snack from your childhood that you remember that you absolutely enjoyed oh uh you know what the the funny thing about that? Oh, you know what? I'm a big now. I'm looking at my list because you 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 hit me with the enjoyed because mm-hmm. as you'll find out later in this podcast, a lot of the stuff I didn't like. <laughs> okay, um, but I love I love 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 Cheetos paws. Remember Cheetos paws? Oh yes, yes. That I they were the they were the perfect consistency. I don't know many people that don't like Cheetos in general. They were very, I I remember them being kind of less messy. Um, I don't know. I just Cheetos paws, a a Pepsi and I was good. You know, okay. I am a staunch advocate for the crunchy Cheetos and flaming hot Cheetos. Um, I, this may be blasphemy. Uh, I am not a fan of Cheeto. Like the puffs they're, they're too soft. There's, there's, there's not enough there. I need something. (laughs) <laughs> can really dig my teeth into i don't know but the che- the cheeto paws i think were a great happy medium to both the crunchy and the puffs and that's my point that yeah, was for a, sure. that was a time where i feel like chester cheeto was just running unchecked he was running amok in their advertisements um he did you know he there was a chester cheeto video game on sega and super nintendo as well no, no yeah I I, we, i'm sure at some point we'll talk about um you know video games from our childhood because that's just something we'll we'll have to do but um and i'm on my work computer so if they see that i'm searching chester cheeto chester cheeto video game uh they're gonna get a kick out of that it was called chester cheetah too cool to fool 
Oh man, was that followed by Joe Camel too smoking to be joking? I mean, uh, it came out in December of '92, so we are rapidly approaching wow. 21 years. No, 30. Oh God, 31 years ago that that came out on the Super Nintendo and Sega I was Genesis. I was just gonna say that would have been like Super Nintendo or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Oh man, there, let's just say there's a lot of bright colors. Um, and now I'm looking at the Google what people are asking. <laughs> Is is Chester Cheeto Chester Cheeto black or white? Is Chester related to Cheeto? Why related is Chester, to Cheeto. why is Chester Cheeto covered in Mexico? I don't know. I don't even know what that means. But um, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, I will piggyback off of you know snacks um, that are not around. Um, and this was a Keebler farm. Keep Keebler farm. Keep Keebler elf. Keebler? Elf. Yeah. Whatever. But it wasn't a cookie. Uh, do you remember the the Keebler crunchy snack? I believe it was Keebler called Pizzerias. Vaguely, that I remember. Pizza, pizzerias sound familiar, but mm-hmm. I cannot. I cannot place it. Perhaps that, I will uh, have to do a Google search. They were they were very good. I remember for some reason my grandparents getting them, um, and that was kind of like a treat when we were out in Lamont um, because uh, they always. I feel like they always had them. We never had them at home. I don't know why, um, but yeah, like as somebody who craves and it, like and it wasn't even like it tasted necessarily like pizza, but it was just more like the I don't know, kind of like like Italian seasoning. I, I don't know. It was a weird it it, it was weird, but it was good. I, it, it looks vaguely Dorito like it does. It does. If you took like Doritos, but made them pizza flavored, which I don't know if there is a pizza flavored Dorito. If um, not, jump on that bandwagon, people. That's what, that's what you would have. Um, and they were pretty good from what I remember. Um, and they're, they're no longer around, I see. Huh? The no. just decided to they must have sold the corn tortilla farm. And uh, <laughs> they, they just work in the tree exclusively the, making uh the fudge cookies and oh, um el fudge cookies EL, that's I, it. I, could, I was like i know there's like i a, haven't had one of those my dad i think it was my dad loved those things and we would always have those in our fridge and like yeah sneaking oh, those fridge? things you out. guys are fancy i think ours were just on the counter oh see i'm a big proponent of like i like my cookies cold and i like my cake cold i like i could see that yeah i don't know but those were really good as well um what about you what else you got um Oh, oh, this was a good one. Do you remember the Ninja Turtles ice cream? Yes, with the gumballs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that was okay. So if if well, I haven't gotten anything from an ice cream truck probably in about 30 years. But when I was a kid, they were driving down, you know, the street our street in Oaklawn. It was there's two choices. I was either getting the the Ninja Turtle face with the gumball, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. it was like partially melted, so like oh, yeah. the turtle's head was on a slant. Um, and if they didn't have turtles, though, the the alternative was the Super Mario Mario's face with the same thing, same basically. Same this, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but yo, man, I in that that gum was like rock hard. Oh yeah, and it would like chip your teeth, but it was so worth it. It was so good. So jumping <laughs> off of that, did you ever get a uh, jawbreaker that was like saw? Not saw. What was it like? Baseball size? Do you remember those? No. Oh God, I remember the kids in school having those, and those were a big deal. And then I remember, I want to say our school like tried to ban them because they were afraid <laughs> kids were going to crack their teeth or choke on them when they got small enough. But I do, and I remember like every single layer was a different color, right? Yep. Like a different design or something. Yep. Yeah, I never. Never, I rem- had, never got into those though. I remember my friends would lick them until their tongues bled. Really, I didn't have that kind of patience because it had like little candy pieces in it. It was like, or not candy pieces, but it was like, it was like uh, textured almost in certain spots, flakes of glass. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might as well have been because I re- I remember people just being like. Yeah, I just bought it at By the Way. Remember By the Way? Yes, yes, I do. And 
they would just sit there and just, you know, just go at these things for hours and hours and hours. And then all of a sudden they'd go, ah, ah. Yeah, and there'd no. be little blood spots. And I, I just, I, me personally, I never had the patience for it. No, you're talking to a guy who, like, I love dumb, dumb suckers, but I don't even suck those. I just bite those things and eat them whole. So I don't have the patience for a, for a jawbreaker. Um, So Justin doesn't know how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Has no, no I, idea. I, I bite those things as, as quickly as I can. So you are the owl. You are I am the, the owl. Yeah, I am a one, a two, a three. Um, all right, we okay. I I have to get to this one. Uh, a couple of people actually wrote in and said they agreed with me because I posted this on our Facebook page. Uh, Angie wrote in and said this rocked, and that is this is a little bit later. This would have been when I was in high school. Probably this was at a time where I didn't look at uh um health labels on pop and food at all so i can't even imagine the sugar content in this but that is pepsi blue and we had two people write in angie wrote in and said pepsi blue rocked and robin my mom also wrote in and said pepsi blue was so good i don't even remember her liking it but i remember her buying it for me all the time um do you remember pepsi blue of course yeah i remember i remember it well i never really got into it no no see for me that was just like a blue raspberry slurpee but like you di- you didn't have to go through the wherewithal of like, oh, it's cold and now I can't hold it. Like, it's just it's good to go. You're getting all the syrup at the bottom of the cup from 7-Eleven and it, it's perfect. It's like the truest form of the Slurpee. Um, but like the sugar content alone, I'm curious, uh, sugar content in Pepsi Blue. And I do have the commercial that went along with it. So stay tuned for that. Um, mm-hmm. Pepsi Blue. <laughs> good Lord. In in a uh, in a regular uh, hundred mil uh, a Pepsi Blue can. Wait a minute, I take that back. In one can of Pepsi Blue, it had seventy grams of sugar. <laughs> uh, that's, that's diabetes in a can. I mean, yes, that is. Um, oh, it was it's two oh two hundred and sixty calories for a bottle. 70 calories of sugar. And I think it's funny on the Pepsi website. Apparently Pepsi blue is somewhere being sold somewhere in the world. I don't know where, not here as far as I know, but it doesn't tell you the percent value of the sugar. It's just giving you the percent value of the other things. It's like, they, they even know, like if you're drinking these, you don't really care about this. So why are we going to bother? Right. (laughs) So I will tell you though, I did do a little search to see if there was Pepsi blue commercials. And I did not remember this, but Sean, do you know, which band plays in the Pepsi Blue commercial? I'm not even going to try. I have no idea. All right. Well, let's play it and see if you can figure it out. Here we go. Time and time Blue, a fusion of berries with a splash of cola. Pepsi Blue, it's a blue thing. All right, that was none other than Papa Roach from 2002. <laughs> and let me just say, I know that doesn't really play as well on an audio podcast, but it was it's them driving down the street singing whatever song that is. I, d- I don't even know what song that is. Uh, and then someone yelling to turn it up, and then it's just Hey guys, look at the camera. We're drinking Pepsi Blue, and then they pull away, and that's the end of. These were days of extreme drinks all around. Because remember, like the Mountain Dew commercials oh, were like yeah. mu- much in the same vein of like they would shoot I, the cans at someone. They jump up like on a skateboard and catch it mid trick, and yeah. I remember being being like a car guy and stunt driver fan and all that. I remember the one where like the valet drive drives off, and, and if I remember right, it's like somebody's BMW. And they take it up on top of the parking garage and they do like, you know, slides and donuts and things like that. And then when the, the camera pans away, like straight up, looking down on the roof of the parking garage, it says do the do like in skin mm-hmm. marks. Yep. And it's I, I just it that and all the we, we could do a whole podcast just on energy drinks of the time. And, oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, well, all right. What about you? You got any others? Uh. Well, kind of jumping off the 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 healthy uh, drinks of our uh, youth, I remember <laughs> I remember my high school had two drink machines. One was uh, Nesquik, okay. The other 
was Fruitopia. Okay, see, I I remember drinking a lot of Nesquik boxes when I was a kid. Like you could get the chocolate milk in a box, like um, like, like a the metal box. can. No, this was just like a regular like juice box, but it was a Nesquik chocolate milk box you could buy. Oh, see, I don't, I don't remember that. But uh, I want to say Oaklawn High School might have had a Fruitopia too. I never, never indulged in the Fruitopia, but I know it's one that like on all the like Buzzfeed lists of like what people want brought back. That's like number one. I believe. Well, I mean, I just remember it was like wild colors and craziness, and it, it was sort of like this is going to sound funny for the time. The modern Snapple. Yeah. Which yeah. another? Now those were commercials. You remember the Snapple, Snapple lady? The Snapple lady, yeah. I I dr- used to drink a ton of Snapple up until like, oh, probably beginning of college. Because then I started getting really bad kidney stones, and it was because <laughs> I was drinking too much sugar and in, in um. No, no, not your sugar. Pepsi Blue. No, yeah, no that, couldn't, that couldn't cause any no, of that, that adverse that health got effects. Cut out. Uh, now it's just mostly water and coffee these days, and the occasional Diet Coke. But um, yeah. Oh man, Fruitopia is one I've heard wonderful things about, but I I have not I have not indulged myself. Um, we did have two people write in, and I'm curious if you were you probably remember this, but I never had this. Um. Melissa and Kevin both wrote in and said, Tang, do you have any affinity for Tang? Um, we weren't that poor. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, I, I am a purist. I, we were orange juice or nothing. We were not even a Sunny D family. Like we oh. had it once or twice and we were like, what is this crap? It was like, <laughs> it was like, no, no. Like we were a minute made family. Like if we were going to get, oh junk yeah. it was like we at least want the real junk and you know, we used to, do you remember the minute maid that used to come in like the biscuit can yes it was like that's what we used plate, to get right that's yeah. what we used to get yeah. i i remember us being big and sunny d as kids but then i remember like as an adult learning like was that really not even orange juice like i feel like there was a discrepancy there that people at the time didn't realize maybe i don't know i'm literally going to google what was okay. sunny d Please do, because I honestly, I don't think it was orange juice. I know the commercial was like, do you want that purple stuff? No, I want Sunny D. And like the purple stuff looked way better than the Sunny D. But um, I don't I don't know what it actually was. According to Wikipedia, it's an orange drink. That's all. It's- <laughs> what is <laughs> what does Sunny that mean? Sunny D named Sunny Delight is yeah. an orange drink developed in 1963 by Doric Foods. Uh, and then it goes into like how they built plants for it. Okay. The drink is superficially related to orange juice, but also resembles a soft drink without carbonation. Yeah, that's 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 okay, that's kind of scary because we always just assumed it was like a different brand of orange juice, and I could have swore we had it. For, we had it with breakfast, like it was. So just to think we were drinking like pop for breakfast now. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's the most American thing I've ever yes, heard. My, my, mom, my parents are going to listen and be like, oh, no, that's why Justin's so messed up. Um, yeah, but, I, but, I never, but never to, never had to uh, I mean, to jump over you, but I was I was still reading here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What else it was sold in refrigerated cabinets and marketed as a healthier alternative to soft drinks, despite neither being healthier nor requiring. <laughs> OK, I remember it also came in a weird bottle it wasn't yes. like a regular bottle it had like ridges on the bottom and it was right. very oblong yeah it was so. sort of uh oh how would you oh I, I i can see it but yeah it's hard to describe uh yeah i it, it was almost like um no i was gonna say like an upside down funnel but it was it was a little bit thicker you know what it, you know what it kind of looked like it kind of looked like a pancake uh pancake syrup bottle Right. Yeah. It was yeah, kind of bigger deeper, at the bottom, like skinnier. At top. Yeah. 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 More, more deeper. Yeah. That's a, that's actually a really good comparison. Um, okay. I, I never had Tang, but for, in terms of lunch, this is something, uh, we were maybe a little bit later to the bandwagon. I don't remember getting these until middle school. I don't think we had them in grade school, but that was lunchables. Were you guys a lunchable family? We were, it was a treat. 
Like yes. that was yes. a that was a like I, I I don't I don't remember what the occasion would be, but yeah, we were it was not an everyday thing. No, and I don't remember ever eating them at school. It was more like, hey, it's summer vacation. I was at the grocery store. Hey, I picked you and your sister each up a lunchable. Here you go, have it when you want for lunch. Like that was that was more of a or a weekend thing. Like it right. never brought them to school though. So no, I had them in school. We brought them to school, but it was like an exciting thing. It was like, yeah. guess what I got, you know, and everyone's like, I got me my peanut butter and jelly or whatever. And I'd be like, I got ham and I got turkey. And do you remember the, like the super lunchable that oh. would come with like, oh, the mint? Sean, Sean, I, I got us covered there. Hold, hold, hold on. <laughs> I will say though, I never had the ham and cheese ones though, because I hated deli meat as a kid. So I went straight to the pizzas, the pizza. Oh, ones. oh that's, that's another level. That's a, yeah. But then. Uh, I want to say like in 99 or 2000. Well, you know what? I'm just going to play this commercial. Hold on. Here we go. He's around the chair, under the table, and oh, come on. the All-Stars win. Yeah. This calls for a celebration. Egg salad. Dad, we need an All-Star lunch. Lunchables. All-Star burgers. <laughs> Delicious grilled cheeseburgers. Even cola. How about sardine smoothies? How about not? Lunchables, all-star burgers, and hot dogs. Make fun of lunch. Okay, so the reason I bring that up is because that was, the pizza ones were fine, but then they in, in, included or created or, you know, somewhere in a lab opened a portal to hell and these came out. I don't know. Uh, that is the Lunchable cheeseburgers. Did you ever have the Lunchable cheeseburgers? No. Okay, so I loved those things. Um, within them, and as the commercial describes, you also got a can of pop. It was just a generic cola. Um, but so you had two little buns. Um, you had, you know, the deli style cheese that you probably, they just probably got from the other Lunchables that you put on the crackers. <laughs> and then you got a ketchup packet and a mustard packet and two hamburger patties. And you ate them cold because I didn't right. have time to heat them up. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have, but I, I ain't doing that. Well, you wouldn't and, have had it in school, though. No, and as a kid, I loved them. But now thinking back, the consistency was like rubber. So I don't know what was in those things. That um, was lab-grown meat before lab-grown yes, meat. It was, uh, it was the un... Well, what's what's the... Um, I can't think of the name of that company that makes the... the Oh, what's that meat called? I've never had it. Oh, uh, like the Impossible Burger? It was whatever. like the Impossible Burger before the Impossible Burger. Yeah, there there was there had to be no meat in that whatsoever. And that but was... the best the best part was is it had char marks on it. It had green oh god, it. yeah. They're like spray painted on there. Like... Yes, and then apparently there was Lunchable Tacos, which I found a commercial. If you want me, I don't have to play it, but um. It, lunchable tacos or something i don't remember lunchable tacos i do remember lunchable nachos we would get those occasionally. yes those yeah. were good um and as far as i know i'm i'm not gonna lie every time i go grocery shopping which granted isn't often but like when i will run out for us to get little smaller things um i always run through the aisle to see if the burger lunchables are back and i am sad <laughs> to report that i have not seen them since about 2002 2003 so I, i'm guessing they were taken off the market for a variety of reasons so now my goal in life is to invent a time machine and just show <laughs> up at your house and be like justin we can go back you have you to hoard these <laughs> you can get your burger lunchable who cares what your kids turn out to be? Let's get it. Yeah, yeah exa exactly. Oh, my God. Who cares uh, about winning the lottery and, and buying and investing in, in uh, Amazon? Uh, all right. Oh, now um, let me let me see here. OK, I'm curious. Now, granted, we went to different schools. Uh, Mark writes in. He says baseball gum card combos with pretzels and cheese combos were good. I was more of a pizza combo guy. Um. And that was more of like a car ride road trip. Yes. For us. I was just going to say that that was our road trip. I'll and I kid you not. I, I, now, I don't mind combos, but the probably the 10 times I've had them in my life, I've choked on them every time I've oh gotten my them. God. I don't know what is wrong with me. I think it's trying to like get the cheese out of the pretzel. Maybe. I don't know. If maybe. So, so, yeah. But I was definitely always, a road trip thing. I would, I would always eat them. And I would try to like split them, and then that way you got the yeah. cheese. Yes, I didn't. So... I didn't try to like suck it out. Our our road trip food. This is how weird we were. So you had your combos, and my brother and I would always every time we'd stop at a gas station get a bag of Warheads. Oh, okay. 
So that was one. Uh, I love sour candy, sour patch kids, sour Skittles, even though sour Skittles make my teeth hurt after I have them. <laughs> but that might be an age thing. My I don't, teeth I don't... Hurt. <laughs> uh, sour patch kids don't do that to my teeth yet. Um, yes. <laughs> warheads, though, I will admit, I remember in like fourth and fifth grade, you were a true badass if you could stomach a warhead. And I would always be like, ah, oh, no, I'm good. I had some the other day. And I'll be honest, it wasn't until like probably high school that I tried my first warhead because I was so afraid of. I mean, the logo itself is a guy crying. I don't want to yeah. cry. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, or or I would take them and put them, run them underwater to get <laughs> to get the real sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I never, yeah. th- you know what though? I give you credit because I never thought of doing that. But see, you know what's funny is so I was literally visiting a school for my job and doing some tech stuff, and um, it was probably a fourth grader stopped me in the hall and they're like, Hey, Mr. McAway, how's it going? And they're like, Guess what I got for lunch? Have you ever seen these before? And I kid you not, he pulled out a pack of warheads and he's like, You don't know how tough these are, Mr. McAway. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, kiddo, yes, I do. I can oh tell you God. a tale. Let me tell I'm, you. You know what? I'm glad that th- that that is a connection that we still have with the youth. I didn't yes. realize that they still like. News I page. don't want to say still had them because I've never. I haven't looked for them since I was probably in fifth grade. But the fact that I know that they're still out there and kids are still torturing themselves with them is comforting. And the rapper was the exact same. It was really. It, it had not changed at all, which made me even happier for a while. That's fantastic. Reason. Um, uh, Mark goes on to say candy cigarettes, which I remember thinking that was so, so cool as a kid getting those. And I remember when I would visit my grandparents, they, uh, they would, we would sometimes buy like the candy, the gum cigars Mm -hmm. and that we just thought that was so neat. Um, yeah, I don't know that that candy cigarettes. There was a, there was a candy store, like a couple blocks from my parents' house. And we used Mm -hmm. to ride our bikes there and get them in the summertime. So the reason, though, I brought up Marks in particular, and this ties back to actually my mom who wrote in, too, is they both mentioned some things from Market Day. Did you guys order from Market Day? In oh, yeah. OK. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't even know if Market Day is still around because, I mean, I've worked in education for almost 15 years now, and I have never seen Market Day pop up at any school or district I've worked in. I don't think it is. So Mark said he loved the Market Day bagel dogs, which I vaguely remember those. Uh, I remember those. We were a huge market day family. Like that was a lot of our dinners and stuff. Oh yeah, um, we were too. But I know my mom said she loved, um, there was this thing they were called Italian dippers and it was like Italian dough and cheese. I don't think it had any meat on it, but then it had marinara sauce and you would dip it like as an appetizer. They okay. Really good. And then, uh, this, this might just be a me and my sister problem. My mom would always buy the f- bag of frozen cookie dough. Um, and it was literally just individual, like one little chunk of cookie dough. And then so you don't have to cook, um, you don't have to cut anything for the dough. You just throw it in the oven. and It's good. And me and my sister somewhere got the idea that that could just be a snack. So we would just walk up to the freezer, reach in, grab a hand, a handful of dough, you know, chunks and just pop them like M&Ms. Um, I'm probably not healthy for you at all. Looking, I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you feel a lot better about your childhood. Okay. okay. All right. I am. 36 years old. Yes. As you know, and as the listeners may or may not know, I, on the side, do improv comedy. Mm -hmm. I do it after work sometimes. Sometimes I am tired. So a lot of times on the way to a show, I will stop at a 7-Eleven and I will get a coffee or a whatever. And the last show that I did, 100% true story. My wife can attest to it. We were in 7-Eleven and I'm like, I need something to snack on. And I'm mm-hmm. looking around, looking around and it's typical things, honey buns, Rice Krispie yeah. treats, whatever. I go to the refrigerated section and I swear to you, I am looking for the Gatorade like protein thing where you sure. get the yeah. deli meat, the cheese and like some nuts. Yeah, it's like the the quick three or pick three yes. or whatever the hell that I've, I've eaten those yeah. before shows before I like it. It's light. It's good. Whatever. Yeah. What I came away with was oh, no. a Starbucks coffee, um, Frappuccino in the glass bottle and okay. a plastic cup full of cookie dough <laughs> because Seven Eleven sells it. I saw it and I said, I have to like, yeah, one, I know it's, pure sugar 
and I need that because I don't improvise the way I used to. No. And we're getting we're getting old. Yeah, I know. That's why we're doing That's why we're this. doing the show, yeah. Yes. Um and I I I had like I don't know a handful, five or six cubes, and I was mm. like damn near nauseous just because I was like, ah, oh, too much, too fast. <laughs> and then I had to bring myself down and then go do a show. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I remember our, our, my mom would always be like, you know, you guys shouldn't be doing that. You know, that's not cooked. It's raw cookie dough. <laughs> and needless to say, for the, I don't know, decade that we had market day being in school, we never once got sick. Now, I will be I will be the first to admit I had a lot of stomach problems growing up. So I'm wondering if maybe that could have been why. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi just, Blue, you know, Pepsi whatever. Blue, yeah. A bunch of great American uh, inventions. Watered down warheads, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, OK, here's. Here's one. Um, I do have a commercial for this, but I'll save that. Uh, Melissa writes in and said, Cherry Kool-Aid, which um, I will play this in a second. But Kool-Aid to me was always like, oh, it's a totally healthier thing than drinking pop. Not really. Um, I, and I'm starting to think, you know, looking back at some of these 90s foods, a lot of these things were like, oh, this is a great alternative. You And, and then the marketing was like, hey. Moms and dads, you don't want your kids drinking pop. <laughs> Here's a pack of sugar that you mix with water. So much better. Yep. Um, so there was, she said, cherry Kool-Aid, um, which I'm going to play that right now. This is, uh, this is from the mid nineties. Here we go. I'm bored. Yeah. Kids love my super fruity flavors, and you don't have to shell out a whole whack of dough for Kool-Aid. Still pennies a glass. Yeah, so being a mom isn't so hard after all. Okay, start watching, Jughead. Oh, everything's cool when Kool-Aid's around. And look for my tropical fruit flavors, Island Twists, featuring new strawberry kiwi. Yaman. So, okay, I, I, I heard that. And first of all, I just like to say that Oh, hey, moms, your life is so hard. If you give your kids Kool-Aid, life is going to be so much easier. So clearly, that's why I'm so exhausted every day with two children is because we're not drinking enough Kool-Aid or well, giving them Kool-Aid. I think what it is, is is you you sugar them up and you kick them outside and you call it a day. <laughs> like, that, like they right. come back on when they come home when the streetlights come on and that's it. I just keep thinking of that Simpsons episode where the it's, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> For the last time, no. <laughs> Bart's yeah, that's awesome. All cold and eaten. Um, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Uh, I just remember like the really goofy flavors, like the blue, like purple Saurus Rex, and like I just remember uh, callback to episode one, Dominic's. Like we in the summer, we would walk through the Kool Aid aisle, and my mom's like, "All right, pick out a couple flavors. You know, this we can get this. So when I don't want you drinking pop." Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then Melissa goes on to say. And she sent me pictures of this. I've never seen these before. The microwavable French fries in a box. Did I remember those? those. And it was I, like, it looked like a, a crayon box and each mm -hmm. little hole was its own individual fry. And I it was, uh, it was like tin foil inside or not tin foil, but it was uh, like reflective. So it would make them crunch. It would make them crispy, but it, it never, it never worked. But I do remember those. Um, the last one, you know what? I'm just going to play this because this was a staple in our house for snacks on the weekends or if we rented a movie, a family movie, you know, the Sandlot or the Mighty Ducks or something that was G or PG. Uh, you probably had this too. Here we go. Hey, Mom, when are we going to watch the video? Well, you got the pillows? That's the pillows. Hey, how about your seat? Got my seat. <laughs> Anything else? Pizza rolls. Got em. Totino's pizza rolls. Baked pizza taste in every little bite for a snack. So, you got the movie? Movie? Totino's pizza rolls. Hot, good, gone, and video nice. Oh, Dad. So dumb for getting the movie. All um, the dads were. Look at all the sitcoms of the 90s. Oh, well, yeah. That that was part, part and parcel, right? So, yeah, like Totino's pizza rolls, uh, and even bagel bites, for that matter, too, were a big deal in our house. I don't know about you. Um, not so much growing up, but now they've, they, they, they I, I eat more now than I did when I was a kid. I don't know. Mm -hmm. my, my, my mom didn't really buy them that much, but, um, that's, that, that's a big one. Like on new year's Eve and stuff. Like we'll yeah. always, we'll always do that. Yeah. And I, for some reason I have very strong memories of my grandfather being like, listen, the proper way to eat these, you gotta bite the corners to let the steam out. And I'm like, Oh, 
Okay. Those things were dangerous. <laughs> there is a lot of truth to that. Your grandfather was wise beyond his he years. Was. I'm sure. not gonna lie. I still do that to this day. Uh yeah. No, I, I distinctly remember like getting burned by one when I was a kid. And then I was like, no, no, I don't want these anymore. No. Either that or we would overcook them and then they were like golf balls. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. You could yeah. Yeah. You could do some damage if you threw them at your brother or something, for sure. <laughs> Maybe come projectile weapons instead of a, for real. a smack there at that point. Um, before we get into you know some other write-ins, I'm trying to think. I'm having a hard time thinking of any others myself. What about you? I I got a goo I got a couple goofy things just for nostalgia. Sure. We didn't really yeah. buy them, but do you remember when they did the whole like green and purple ketchup thing and all yeah. that? Yes, I uh, some family friends bought that once and we tried it. And I, I will be honest, I've been trying to eat less ketchup now for blood pressure because <laughs> we're old. Because, um, but I, I am a, what I like to call a ketchup connoisseur. I put ketchup on everything or dip ketchup in everything, um, or dip everything in ketchup. I a little bit of both actually. Um, I love dipping pizza on ketchup. So I remember having a hard time. I could not get over the color. It was just it seemed it felt wrong to me. Sure. Um, couldn't get through it i don't know what about you you never bought it because no. my, my parents were just like this is stupid i'm not yeah. gonna waste my money on this like yeah to, yeah no and then i know they tried to do a comeback with that like with one of the shrek movies they're like green ketchup it's back you know and that that was about it so it's like the szechuan sauce thing all over again oh, with rick yeah. and morty rick and morty yeah that's right yeah yeah no, I mean, other, otherwise i mean a lot of the stuff the only other thing that i was gonna kind of like bring up was um I kind of was. Uh, oh, do you remember Dippin' Dots? Oh, yeah. I actually, I just saw those. The only time I've ever actually gotten those, I want to say, is like at Disney World or the Dells. That's it, like in a theme park. The very first time I got them, uh, I was at the Kennedy Space Center. Okay, when I was a that, kid. Tracks, that that tracks. Yeah, but I also remember in Chicago Ridge Mall, the movie theater had a machine. Oh, did it really? Yes, and they came in a little pouch. Mm-hmm. And you typed in, you know, or however it worked, uh, chocolate or strawberry or whatever you wanted. And I remember it, it had like gears or tracks or something. And this arm came down and it would it would they were all stacked at the bottom and it would vacuum suck it up. So oh, it was sort cool. of like picture a claw machine. But instead of the claw, it was like a vacuum. Oh, that's cool. And then it would drop it. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, Dippin' Dots were so weird to begin with that, it of course, the machine the had to be. Right, so the machine had to be weird, and it, <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting excited thinking about it. And then that was, I just remember, I remember the machine more than the dipping dots. Like, see, I don't, I don't, I, I vaguely remember going to see movies at Chicago Ridge. Oh God, it, I lived at that movie. There were theater. and there were two theaters there at one point, wasn't there? On opposite ends of the the property like wasn't there like an ascidian odeon cineplex and then there was the, are you thinking of the commons on the other side oh, that's what the i'm thinking of it is now for those yeah. of you who live in the area that used what? to be a movie theater so i remember going to each one of those a decent amount and then once the um amc and crestwood we're just name dropping all the chicago south suburbs that was the one we went to for everything i yeah. remember seeing babe pig in the city that was the first time i'd ever been there Oh, I don't remember. I'm sorry, not, f- pig, not not picking the city, just babe, babe one, classic babe. I OG babe, OG babe, yes. I don't remember what the first movie I saw at Crestwood was, but I do you remember how like nice and cool, it and so it was nice. like whoa, yeah. like screw Chicago Ridge. I'm driving, we're driving, we're going. Oh, to we you ready Crestwood. for you ready for this? We used to go to Ford City. Well, so did we? Yeah. Oh yeah, we, I I remember we would go there for for cheaper movies or whatever and then we saw i remember seeing rock rock a doodle do you remember that we're going i remember rock a doodle yeah and then like the next week there was either a carjacking or a shooting right by ford city theaters and my dad's like yeah you guys aren't going there anymore and that's it and that was the end of our our ford city run after that i'm i'm gonna throw this i know it's a slightly off topic i'm just gonna throw this at you cheap movie harlem corners all day mm. long all I, day long I used to remember- go there all the time. Okay, you're gonna have to. I remember Harlem Corners, and I know we went there, but where was Harlem Corners? 87th in Harlem. Okay, that checks out as Harlem Corners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do vaguely remember going there. Oh, we used to, uh, I went yeah. there up. I went, I, we used to go in high school. Oh, really? Oh, see, yeah, I don't we went. I remember seeing Anchorman like 10 times for like two dollars <laughs> a pop. 
Because it was always it was one of those movie theaters that it was out of the movie, like the regular movies, like yeah. like a, like an AMC. It was gone yeah. from an AMC, but it wasn't on DVD or VHS yet. Right, right. That's I, yeah, when you I would know. go. We I definitely... saw Dod- I saw Dodgeball like six times there. Like all the good, like, like all those. Oh my god, I want to see it again. Yeah. Movies, and then it was like, what are you doing Thursday? I don't know. Hey, have you seen Dodgeball? Oh, I only saw it three times. Shit, I've seen it six times. What are you doing? <laughs> they got a four fifteen. Let's go. Let's and then go. that be... was, and that was probably well. I guess if we were, yeah, no, the internet was around, but that might have been the time you still looked in the newspaper to see what time the movie theaters were showing the movies. Uh, or I mean, we called. I think we yeah, called. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I forgot about that too. Um. Okay, I got one. Uh. Uh. In. Erica, my wife, wrote in and said this one as well. And Holly wrote in. I'll get to what Holly said in a second. And that is Dunkaroos. That that was our go-to snack, um, like with our our lunch. Like if we had the sandwich and then you had the little bag of chips or whatever, we'd sometimes go with the Dunkaroos. And I totally forgot, uh, which you'll hear in a second, the huge play on like this being an Australian <laughs> snack. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. here we go. Here we go. Dunkaroos is the cookie you drop for as much frosting as you want. So how do you do your Dunkaroos? It's super duper deep dunk. Mm. Long distance. Thank you, Doc. You can dunk a Dunkaroo in as much chocolate or vanilla frosting as you want. Mm. So, how do you do your Dunkaroos? Now we've mixed yummy chips of chocolate in a creamy vanilla frosting. New chocolate chip Dunkaroos. Hip hip for chocolate chip. Hey kids, you want something even more unhealthy than the snack you're oh. eating? We're going to put chocolate chips in this vanilla pudding that you're dipping crackers in. Have Subaru, Foster's, and Dunkaroos. All three were <laughs> fake Australian things. For Well, actually, Foster's might be real Australian. Wait, but Subaru has nothing to do with Australia? Hell no, that's I've a Japanese car, a... dude. Oh, God, I've been living a lie my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Not only do we entertain, ladies and gentlemen, we educate we here. This is edutainment. Um, edutainment. Oh God, my everything I know is shattered. I don't know if I would ever. I, man, all right. Well, so there you go, Dunkaroos. Uh, great, great snack. Uh, Erica also went on to say, "Oh, let me get to Holly." Holly said they still sell Dunkaroos at Walmart. She got them a few months ago, but they were. She was very disappointed. They are not as amazing as she remembers. I gotta think the recipe probably changed. I feel like that's a thing when they bring these old stuff, old things back, they want to make it more cost effective and I don't know, more fake stuff is in it than real food. I don't, I don't know. Either that or vice versa. And it's, it's more healthy now because they realize that it was like, Oh, we can't, we can't put red dye five in it. It's a third arm, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. Remember, remember those kids in, in, you know, Oklahoma. I think we're still paying that off. We had to close the whole city down. Um, she, Erica goes on to write Surge, which I'll be honest, to this day, I have never drank a Surge. And I know you can still buy Surge on Amazon. I don't know if it's in stores, though. Huh. Um, she also said Pizza Lunchables were her favorite. She All had the them recently, best. but they were not good. She also said Cookies and Cream Nesquik, or maybe Yes, I had that on mine, too. Yeah. And then lastly, a, was... and I've seen this at the store. And she bought these when we first moved in together. Granted, this was probably like 12 years ago. And I remember trying them and I'd be like, okay, this isn't what I expected. And that is Oreo cereal. Have you ever had Oreo cereal? I have not. Um, okay. I This is going to kill a lot of people. Uh, I am not a huge sweets guy. Okay. So that was actually, That's I was going to make a point. I was going to make a point on the Dunkaroos that mm-hmm. that was what I was referring to in the beginning. Even as a kid, I was like, this is too much sugar. I can't. I don't like it. Yeah. You know, what's funny is Dunkaroos also reminds me of, and we had these all the time too, just because Dunkaroos was that real thin package that you pull back. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of the, and I don't remember what brand it was, Kraft maybe, the the little cup of cheese with the crackers and that little red stick. That was also on my list. And I literally wrote red stick. Okay. I just got to say, I walked into one of the lunchrooms at one of the schools I'm at. And they don't, as far as I know, you don't get the red stick anymore. You just kind of got to stick the stick, stick the cracker in and smear it around. Same nah. thing for the pizza Lunchables. Nah. You don't get the red plastic stick anymore to smear the sauce. No, this is not my America. This is not the country <laughs> I grew up in. I refuse to believe such <laughs> blasphemy. 
Uh, you don't tell me. me these things. The next thing you're going to tell me is that there's no more stars and stripes, Justin. Don't do oh, that to me. Oh, well, no. Um, <laughs> I will say, I will say, <laughs> yes, I'm still, I'm still reeling here over Subaru not being an Australian car company. Oh, um, boy. let's, let's get into, uh, another good snack. Susie and Ke- uh, Kelly, your wonderful other half also yep. wrote in and said, OG, the original 3D Doritos. Those were amazing. And there was had, 3D a lot of things. Yeah, that was like a buzz, another buzzword thing. I yes. feel like then everyone just got on the hype train, you know. Like, I remember TV shows would do 3D episodes. Yes. And it wasn't even, like, good 3D. It was the the red and... Was it the red and blue goggles still? Or maybe Something it was Something like that, yeah. Because I remember, like, Third Rock from the Sun did a 3D episode. And Home Improvement Harry, did one. Home Improvement, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, the original 3D, 3D Doritos, though, they had, like such a different texture and consistency though maybe because they were 3d they had broken the third dimension um but yeah oh yeah we and they could they came in the cool i remember there was probably a bag but then they also came in this like really cool like cylinder looking it was thing. like a tube thing yes like almost it was like almost a pringles, like a pringles can but cooler yeah it was more 3d well because i think it was plastic where the pringles can was cardboard yes yeah there was you know more effort put into it they were shelling out a little bit of cash to make more, you enjoy the product. more ways to kill Mother Earth. Yes. Um, Susie also said Ecto Cooler. Ecto Cooler was good. Um, I I did not know they actually brought Ecto Cooler back for a while and it was not tied to Ghostbusters, which is just a sin, if you ask me. It's it's Slimer or nothing. I, I remember that, but they also brought it back for the all female Ghostbusters because oh, when we right. went to see it. Uh, my friend snuggled, uh, smuggled it in, and we we sat there watching the new movie, drinking our our uh, ecto coolers. Uh yeah, that, there's a picture of that somewhere. It is, and I don't even know what how you would describe the flavor, but it was it was it was good. green, green. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the '90s were also. Well, what flavor is that? It's blue. Oh, yes. And if you say that, you know exactly what yes. it's like Pepsi Blue. You know what it tastes well, like. Well, it, it was like those, what were they called? Those squeeze-its or squeezy oh, things? Oh, Sean. Hold on. Squeeze-it fruit drink squeezable characters was so much fun. You'll really get into them. <laughs> You're in, Smith! <laughs> Say cheese. So why not squeeze a little fun into your face? Squeeze the fruit drink. Squeeze the fun out of it. Nothing says drink this like, hey, let's squeeze your face and put faces on the bottles. But I remember like that was a big deal. And I remember going to the store with my mom and being like, okay, we got to get the purple ones because the face on the purple ones is so cool looking. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I remember Kool-Aid. I think it was Kool-Aid Burst. They had their own yeah. knockoff. But yes, I'm so- I'm so glad you brought squeeze it's up because I had that ready to go. So, oh my god, the I, one just going back to that commercial, I liked that there was really no flavor, it was just like it's fruit, yes, it must be good for you. Fruit, right? <laughs> and then I just, I just remember that was a drink that this is going to sound ridiculous. It made you feel like a man because you would like squeeze the top off and it was almost like cracking a beer. Well, but I was like twist. seven years old. Yeah. Didn't it have like the little twist thing you had to twist? And it was. Like, yeah, it was like a, yeah. like it was like half a circle. It was yes. sort of like it, it was. It, remi- it reminded me of those things from Tron, which is a reference no one's going to get. But like <laughs> those things that would I don't remember what they were called. They were like. They look like half a claw machine, like they, you know. Yeah, what I mean? it's but, sort yeah. of like a bird or like a phoenix type thing, yes, looking yes. thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just yeah. remember like after a long bike ride, that should have been the commercial. After a long bike ride with your friends, kick back with a squeeze it. Nothing says thirst quenching like a plastic bottle filled with sugar and fruit. What type of fruit? Fruit. Fruit. <laughs> Um, Kelly also go to go. Let me try that again. Kelly also went on to say the original kudos bars, which I think we touched on a little bit. Um, those were OG so episode. good. I, I wish they would bring those back. Hubba Bubba Bubba Jug. I never got that. Um, because I don't know the powder just looked gross to me. But I remember my sister would get that sometimes. Uh, she also brought up warheads, and she also said cream savers, which was really good. 
But the one the one I want to focus on here, because I had this on my list as well, and that's Butterfinger BBs. Oh, yeah, that was on mine, too. Better than Butterfinger candy bars, especially now since they changed whatever they changed in the recipe. It's it's a different something is different in it now. Really? Yes. And the the candy bar wrapper is now yellow and not the orangish color it was in the 90s. Bart Simpson would shame on them. Well, I'm glad you brought up Bart Simpson because, as we all know, Bart Simpson was the the entire Simpsons cast shilled for Butterfinger BBs. I I still don't know why, but here we go. Huh? What the? <clears throat> You're such a brat, Bart. What? Yeah, you won't share your Butterfinger BBs. So we're taking them. <gasps> Ooh, bite size. Damn it, sir. No, Maggie, no. Ruby <laughs> 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 munchies, man. <laughs> Bag a bunch of crispity, crunchity, peanut buttery Butterfinger BBs. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger BBs. So those were really good. Um, yes. But I would say, like, if you, if, if you don't remember what they were, they were literally the size and shape and maybe consistency of Whoppers candy, candy, mm-hmm. but except with a Butterfinger middle instead of a whatever Whoppers malted milk balls. I don't know what those are. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah, those were really good. And yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming they just don't make those anymore. Or I mean, Butterfinger has nothing to do with the Simpsons anymore either. I don't think, right? I don't I think would... so. But like, that was a big deal. Every time there was a commercial for that, it was Bart. And I still don't understand the rationale, maybe, or how much that had to have cost. Because I mean, like that, that was the early to mid 90s when like the Simpsons were a powerhouse, right? Like, Yes, I, I I don't know. I haven't watched The Simpsons since like season twelve, so maybe they would still get that respectability now. I'm going to lean towards no, but um, I've heard it's gotten better. But I don't know if anything should be on the air for that long. But uh, yeah. So Kelly, thank you for writing in. Those were quite good. Um, what else? What else? Let's see. We got I, we got. Two, go ahead, Sean. I was just going to say I wanted to get to Connor's Wonder Balls because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of my nostalgia comes back. I remember my brother used to get those a lot. I I thought they were neat, but I don't ever. I don't know if I ever got one myself. Do you remember the Wonder Ball? I do. I remember. I I, I don't. I've n- I never had one. Uh, I think I remember seeing the commercials more, like on either Cartoon Network or like Nickelodeon. But if if my understanding, if I'm thinking of the right thing, it was Disney. Um, you'd have like the chocolate ball with like maybe like a Disney imprint on the chocolate, and then on the inside, you either had toys or sour candy. Um, and I want to say after a while, they maybe got rid of the ones with the toys because you know some dumbass kids tried to eat the eat the toys thinking they were candy. Um, I could be wrong. Don't don't hold me to that. But I do remember it. I just never had them. But um, they look no, cool. that that checks. The the math the math works there. Um. Yeah, I, I remember the toys more than the candy that came mm-hmm. in it. I just remember just thinking like, because it, it came in a box mm-hmm. and it sort of looked like a like an ornament in a way. Yeah, yeah, t- that's a great example of what it was. Like, yeah, like I mean everything, the box, and then it was like this round chocolate sphere, and then inside that was whatever the, whatever your toy or whatever your yeah. yeah. That's a that's a good pull. Um, all right, we we got to get to Brandon's because yes, sad. Uh, I saw he was posting on the Facebook page and I was kind of talking to him a little bit because I I still remember this song clear as day. This was something my sister would always get at the store. I know we were talking about it before we started recording. Uh, but before we get to that, he mentioned push ups, ice cream, which I remember those. Oh, yeah. As a kid, I remember not liking them, though, because they were so messy and I didn't. I, I don't know. Or, or maybe I was just a messy eater and I was the problem. Kind of a it's me. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. Um, he no, also you had to eat them fast ones. because they melted yes. fast because they weren't like ice cream. They were almost like sherbet. Sherbet. Yeah. And I, he, uh, Brandon goes on to mention the Flintstone ones, especially, which I want to say those were like an orange cream. Yes. Ones? Okay. Yes. Those I remember were, that very well. Those were good. He also brings up ring pops, which were a very oh, big yeah. deal in school, because if someone gave one of those to you, like, oh, uh, you're still getting, my heart. Yeah. You're getting married. This is serious. <laughs> Go home and tell your parents. Um, but the main one, the main one. Well, you know what? Before I say it, I'm just going to play the ad. Here we go. They look like babies. Hey, it's baby bottle pop. It's a baby bottle pop. Just take the pop, dip it, and shake it. And lick it again. It's a baby bottle pop. Baby bottle pop. Baby bottle pops. A candy pop you lick and dip. All right. So, uh, first of all, baby bottle pop is still around to this day. The only reason I know that is because I tagged my sister in this because she was Mrs. Baby Bottle Pop as a kid. Uh, 
my niece, uh, one of her daughters who is going, who is currently in, uh, kindergarten. Um, yeah, kindergarten. Uh, that's like one of her favorite treats of candy is baby bottle pop, which if you don't know what baby bottle pop is, it's literally like the sucker is the nipple part of a bottle. And then the milk part is just all powdered sugar of different sour flavors. And you would just flip it and then lick kind of like a fun dip almost, which I loved fun dip as a kid, but looking back, like that is just pure sugar. Like that is gotta be horrible for you. Now, believe it or not, that was something that I indulged in was the fun dips. I did like those too. When we would go camping, um, the campground we went to, they had like the front office store and they would sell candy. And that was like the biggest treat was getting fun dip for when we'd sit by the bonfire. Nice. And, and then just trying to have the patience and wherewithal not to eat the candy stick before I'm done. Yes, that took that did take patience. You're and, right. And the candy, the candy stick was good. Yes. So okay. I sugar on sugar. What's what's not to like? What, what's not to like? I'll be honest. After going through all of those, I I can't think I'm sure we'll get to pre in future episodes where I'll be like, hey, remember this snack? But I feel like that really hit on a lot of the ones I had as a kid in my family. Is there anything else before we uh, call it a night that you wanted to touch on? The uh, only we... the only other thing, and I'll just mention them briefly, Gushers. Oh, see, I I hated, <laughs> I hated Gushers with a passion. Uh, zebra gum that lasted 30 oh. seconds if you were lucky. Yes, that was the worst. That, that was the best 30 seconds ever until it was, it was delicious <laughs> until the third chew. Yes. And then it was um, gone. I think you can still get these, though. I, I was a big Red Hots guy. Yes. Uh, big Red Gum, too. I haven't seen it yes. stores in forever. I don't know if that's still around. That is one. Oh, I'm sure it is. But that's that's one of my favorite parts of Ricky Bobby. If you've ever seen the commercials mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, that's the big Red Bull. It's probably my favorite <laughs> one. And I, I don't I don't know where we're at on where if I can say it or not. So uh, for those of you, just just Google it. Well, it's or up whatever. To you. Otherwise, I if if I can always I can always beep things out too. It's not a big oh, deal. Well, it's it's literally for those of you who have not seen it. It's Ricky Bobby holding a big red, and he just goes, "If you don't chew big red, then f- you." <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, that was it. The only other thing I kind of wanted to touch on, and I kind of did already, was do you remember when Nest, like Nest Quick, the powder came in a metal can? In a metal can? Yeah. Um. That was my nemesis because I am a I am a chocolate milk person to this day, and as a kid, I remember taking a butter knife and being like. Just I know it's an audio, not visual podcast, but I was trying I was just prying it. And the thing just looked like it fell down the stairs by the time I was done with it. See, we never. Yeah, we never. I don't I mean, there might have been some times where my mom would buy it. um, But I just remember we were strictly a hey, there's the milk jug and here's some chocolate syrup and I'll I'll make it for you. And then on very rare occasions uh, and usually road trips, you would get like the pre-made chocolate milk and like the little bottles. Right. And that stuff tastes so much better than anything. It does. And it's it's already, even to this day. Yeah. It's still so much better. So I much see it better. in the store sometimes. And I'm just like, you know what? Today's a chocolate milk day. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if this is me, like not feeling the whole Catholic guilt thing as much these days as I get older, but yeah, I used to be like, oh no, I could never have that. But like now if I'm like, if I got a little bit extra time, uh, you know, going to work and I want to stop and get myself something to drink and I'm like, oh, I'll get chocolate milk. Yeah, you have your you've earned it. You woke up today. You got you woke up today. You woke, you woke up today. You got two kids to daycare. You earned that chocolate milk. And you know what? You enjoy it because it was pre-made. You didn't have to stir it. You're, you're right. good to go. So it's a perfect ratio. It it if, is. It if is. you're if your socks match, your shoes are tied, <laughs> you deserve chocolate milk. The the as I don't know about you, but as I get older, I've noticed that like the barrier to entry to treat myself is just getting lower and lower. Like it used to be like, Hey, you ran four miles on the treadmill. You can, you can splurge a little. Now it's like, Hey, you stood most of the day at work today. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know what that says about me or if that's an age thing, but yeah, I love that. I'm going to use it. Well, seeing as how I do stand for most of the day for my work, shit, I'm entitled to anything I want. Yeah. Corvettes, here we come. Hey, you just wait until that podcast money starts rolling and then we'll be we'll be good to go. You hear that, people? It's on you. First Uh, rides line up around the block. 
It's on you. Well, Sean. Whoops. You know what the music means. Our time is up. All right. Well, uh, that wasn't the the music I was expecting. (laughs) No, no. I I got more. Um, I guess that does it for another episode. We will be back before Halloween with the Halloween episode. We will let you know what it is. We haven't decided yet. But again, go to linktree.com, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E.com slash MMC podcast to find all our stuff. Call in the show, leave voicemail, 1-815-905-CLUB, facebook.com slash MMC podcast one, and uh, search for our show, Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast, on your app of choice. Find it. Five stars on Spotify or Apple would be great. Sean, you got anything else? I'm going to give me a snack. Hey, you podcasted. You earned it. I earned it. That's right. Chocolate milk, here I come. All right. Well, on that note, we will be back next week or the week after. We'll see. This whole work thing and being an adult sucks, by the way. Um, We will be back. And when we are, you can guarantee there'll be more shenanigans and fun on the Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast. Until then, take care, everybody. Bye-bye now.